Welcome to Gotta Cast Them All, the Bound Entertainment Pokemon podcast. Oh, don't things sound a little different round here? Oh, we're all crisp. <laughs> Listen to those popping peas. <laughs> In fact, we haven't really tested the pop guard to this well, extent. Well, the, the, the point of what I was telling you about this before we started the recording is that these these the the wind guards on these are supposed to because they're taller than the actual capsule they're, they're yes. meant to completely eliminate them for, okay if anybody hasn't figured it out we've been hyping up being in the studio here we are yes so it's not completely done it's going to be a little bit fly by night because we haven't got acoustic paneling up yet we haven't got you know every not everything's back in i'm sat next to a uh, empty glass cabinet, which is probably going to cause some problems. Where are the fruit padlocks? They're in the loft. I've got to get oh. them out. <laughs> um, but we, we were excited. And it, th- this is now officially, it's the end of the kitchen ambience era. And the beginning of of the studio. You're in a new era. We, we have green. We could have waited until the new year, but fuck it. No, fuck that noise. We have green. <laughs> voluptuous velvet chairs we've got actual we've got individual microphones for the first time yep that's never happened before there's a red box that i'm not entirely sure what it's doing but it looks really good and and it's got lights on it does something Uh, there's a there's a separate the the red box has its own separate box for 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 fiddling and (laughs) you make it sound so complex i do don't i well, as to say, we're in a studio. We've got we're a studio. A professional podcast. It only took nearly <laughs> ten years. Oh, <laughs> uh, when people ask about our show, and I'm like, we've been doing it for like this iteration. We've been doing it since 2014. Yeah, and then yeah. the iterations before that. You know, we talk about off-topic podcasts. Holy shit! When was that? That would have been 2010 to 2013. Oh, Christ. So we've been doing this for 12 years, and we've finally got in the studio. We've come a long way from my car. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time? The we'll, youth we'll, turned up. Yeah, we'll talk about podcasts. We'll talk about podcasts. Talk we'll about podcasts about a bit. Later. There was a podcast that we did in your car, and I was fiddling with the underside of the laptop and just pulled the battery out, and we lost the yeah, record. Yeah, <laughs> The one time my brother came in and just turned the power off to everything. Yep. Yeah, the time the youths turned up and we had to drive. We left that in the podcast, I seem to remember. That we had to driving drive. driving away from youths. Yes. Whilst because we had the microphone resting on the guest. <laughs> it was always a sight in winter we just, because you were deathly allergic to my dog. We used to record in the car. Freezing F. Fucking tits But it, it looked like the shittest version of that scene from Titanic. <laughs> Because all the windows I... <laughs> would fog up because we were just gassing like for over an hour. What did your neighbours think was happening? I don't know. If you walk past a car today and saw them <laughs> with a laptop and a microphone precariously balanced on top of a gear stick, yep. what would you presume was going on in God there? knows. The FBI's here. <laughs> Anyways, all that to say, yep. Mike has done a hell of a job on a lovely new studio and long mate rain. Long mate rain. I have lumbar support. We've never, <laughs> ever had lumbar support. We've been knocking our backs out for the last eight for years. For you people. <laughs> you fucking people. <sighs> so things are going to start sounding a lot better around here, which is good news. Other good news, there's a new Pokemon game out. There is. Uh, yeah, apologies for getting a, a little slow in getting to this review. Just oh, a tad. God, we've been busy. Yep. 
This is the first. I think this is the first recording session we've had in like a month. Oh, it's been a close while. Close to it because oh, it would been have been Black Panther. And oh yes. What did we record at the same time as Black Panther? Uh, oh, the special presentations. That was it. That Go was listen it. to those on Fair and Simon. But no, we're here. I'm still annoyed that you did such a good arcade pitch, but you know, I'll, I'll try and hide my uh, <laughs> my disdain. disdain. Yeah. Um, right, should we talk about Pokemon for a bit? Shall we? What an interesting concept. Uh, yeah. So you may have heard about the new Pokemon game. It has done gangbusters in sales. It's done numbers. That much is for certain. Holy shit! They didn't need any more money. But here, have some. Hasn't it? It's sold better than Arceus already. I believe so. Yeah, that's not surprising me. No. Despite <laughs> it being not fully functional when it came out. I mean, not finished is probably... Yeah. <laughs> it needed a couple more months in the oven. That it did. I now I admit I've not had any of the serious problems. I've mm. barely had any of the middling problems, to be honest. It's more so the kind of aesthetical problems of yeah. anyone who is more than six foot away from you is coming at you live and direct from a flipping SNES. Like, <laughs> that, that's about it. Draw distance is bad. I've had, I've had bad... Not so much popping, hmm. but like rock walls seem to move in a kind of swirly motion when you look at them hmm. as the rocks try and decide what they want to look like. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a testing launch for a Pokemon game. Draw distance... I mean, that's the big one mm. that I've noticed. Draw distance, I've had the occasional weird animation. I've certainly not had anything like falling through the map, which no. is, I mean, there are countless uh-huh. kind of like compilations out there on yes. Twitter and uh, YouTube showing, you know, the eyes of the player popping out like they're from the mask or clipping through the world and sailing on an infinite ocean. Uh-huh. Like, I've not experienced anything to that level. No. However, there is a distinct difference between the level of polish in Arceus and this. Yes. And I can't help feel that it's basically two different teams singing from the same hymn sheet with varying results. You'd have thought it'd be the other way around, right? Because yeah. these are the first two... Prop- now, Arceus isn't open world, but basically it's what Scarlet and Violet is, but Scarlet and Violet just has all the in-between bits filled in. Yes. They basically have the five biomes of Arceus, but you don't have to go back to a central location to go between them. Pretty much. So you would have thought that Arceus would be the one with all the technical problems, as considering that came first, mm. and then this one would be the more polished thing, but it's actually the other way around. It is. It's very interesting. All that to say, I think whatever opinions we're about to give, frankly, are not going to be tainted by major technical issues of crashes and stuff like that. It's certainly not the thing we want to focus on. We no. kind of feel like we needed to address it up top. Yes. Before talking about the actual content, which I feel like is uh-huh. more worth discussing. It's not a cyberpunk situation. It's not unplayable. Where these things yeah, are, are, are just make it just a tedious thing to play. That being said... Yes. Overall thoughts. Overall thoughts. I, I can tell you now it's not the top game of the year. No. And... It's not for lack of trying, mm. because I think there's a lot of good stuff in here. Yes. I think when it when it works... Now, did you reach the end of the story? Uh, yes. You did. Uh, have you done any of the post-game? Uh, I mean, the post-game is just beating the gym leaders again, right? Pretty much. Yes, I've done that. Cool. Right. So we're on basically the same page. Yes. When it When it works, it's doing one of two things. It's either doing... A, a story that is as good as the one you can find in Black and White or Sun and Moon. Yes. Or it's doing nothing at all and uh-huh. just letting you run around. 
Yeah. It's the interim bits where the glue starts to show. Yes. And I, I think for all the modernizations that Arceus bought, and this continues to an extent, mm-hmm. it's very obvious they need to go further. Yes. It's one of those in-between gens. Mm. It's one of those like a like a Kalos, like yeah. a Gen 6, where it's like you're taking the next step, but what you're doing here... Well, we thought Sword and Shield might be that. And then it was, apart from the wild area of the DLCs, entirely linear. Yes. So, t- this step... Now, I don't necessarily think it's a step in the right direction at the moment. Okay. I, I admit it took me a while to really vibe with this game. Okay. I, I, I was at least a good six to eight hours in before it kind of started to work for me. But yeah, completely open world. It was a worthwhile experiment, hmm. if nothing else, to try and change up the formula to kind of go, off you go, good luck. In some ways it works. I think that kind of freedom to do what you want, go where you want, catch any Pokemon you want, is quite refreshing. But on the other hand, I feel like it's come with some serious drawbacks. That's meant like I just I haven't enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed Sword and Shield. As much as Sword and Shield. Yes. Wow. Okay. I think the the move to an open world has kind of come at the cost of of the character of the Paldea region. Right. I feel like Paldea is actually quite a bland place. Because of its open world, I get that. Mm. I do understand that, and it's such a shame when those things do kind of like there's little pockets of personality, yeah. and you go, "Oh, brilliant! We're getting to we're getting to the bit that's good." Yeah, and then a lot of it is quite characterless. I think it succeeds very early on, and it succeeds very late on, mm. and there is a glut in the middle. It's like it's a case of like I couldn't name you any of the teams. I couldn't tell you what was visually distinct about any towns other than the ones that were snowy. Mm. Like, they're all kind of... And to be fair, almost all of the towns, I just went, where is the gym building? There is the gym building. Gym complete. Off I Moving go. Moving on. Yeah, pretty much. And I feel like outside of the the, 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 the big city, whatever that, the Barcelona of the situation. Mesa That place. Mm. It just feels like it's kind of lacking some of that personality, which Sword and Shield really had. Now, obviously, that's because it was linear. And they could kind of box off an area and say, like, right, this is definitively, like, what the fairy woods, like Glim Tangle Woods and stuff like that. There is nothing in that game that I think kind of comes close to that. Which is a shame, because for me, some things come close, but mm. not close enough. Mm. So there's a town, it's the water gym leader, Kaskarafa, I think it's Kaskarafa. The lad with the massive eyebrow. Yeah, Kofu, yes. him, the guy who keeps saying Vault in Veluza, like that's, that's a thing yes, that people say. And that town is on like three levels. Yes. And that's the first one I came to, bearing in mind that was Gym 5 for me. You in there first? What? No, Gym 5. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did not go there first. I was going to say, Jesus Christ. I could have done, that would have been very funny, but like mm. I didn't. Um, that was the fifth town I'd visited by that point outside of the main town. Right. And I was like, ah, so here's where the character for this 
this region is living. Yeah. It's, it's in this weird water waterfall town next to a desert that's separating itself from a traditional market. Mm. That section of the map is it's A tier for me. Yes. Like it's not S because it's not no. It's not Johto. Because Johto is just really works as a yeah, yeah. cohesive thing as the other side of Kanto. But it was pretty fucking good. It was like as good as Sun and Moon. And then like there's everything else. So like the the bug town, I don't even remember the name of it. The one where the bug gym is. It's like yes. oh there's olive fields. All right. It's and I think the the main reason again I'm going to compare it to Sword and Shield. That was 100% purebred British Pokemon. Mm. I don't really get a get a sense that this is meant to be Spain and Portugal. Yeah, uh, the, I get the, that. It's it's missing that kind of outside of the 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 Barcelona team. It and especially in like the dialogue choices, mm. it feels like Galar 2.0. Yeah, and, they're talking like British people. Yeah, and that was the, that was what they did well with Sun and Moon. Yes, is that there was very much people living on islands. Yes, and it really worked. Uh-huh. Gala, they got it down. Like yes. the characters, although I'm going to defend the characters of Scarlet and Violet a lot, a lot more than I'm going to defend yeah, the characters yeah. of Sword and Shield. Yes, like I said, there was that definitive Britishness about them. Yeah, so it worked. I just feel like this could be if you if I didn't know this was meant to be Spain and Portugal, mm. I, I think with the Barcelona team you'd kind of get there. But everything else, I'm like, this is just like kind of a bit generic. Mm. It's not really got that strong character that I think the previous one had. And to the same token, I don't think the open worldness of it, which <clears throat> if that works really well, it doesn't really matter about it not feeling like Spain. It's just an exciting thing. I've found it really hard to articulate this when I've been thinking about this point. So obviously, this is when we first saw it. Oh my God, they're doing Breath of the Wild for Pokemon. We've yep. said that twice this year, actually. Yep. Um, but this is it kind of really realised compared to Arceus. Yeah. And I was like, well, why do you like that? Because, I mean, Hyrule can sometimes just be, well, this is just a big field, and mm. that's a sandy bit, and that's a sunny bit, which is kind of what this is doing. Why does that one work and this one doesn't? I think it's the kind of immediacy and how you interact with the environment in that it felt like because Pokemon's just a different game and the minute-to-minute stuff is more, well, once I've caught everything, especially since man- training battles aren't mandatory anymore, I was finding myself just running from point A to point B without really paying attention to anything. Yeah, I've definitely got uncompleted and not, probably not even started routes for trainer battles. You know what I mean? I've run through, knew there was something I needed to do, and done it. Yep. And and there's not enough hidden in this world encouraging you to go to every exactly that. corner like Arceus, Arceus did. Yes. Like that encouraged you to go to every single bit and it kind of it drip fed the things to you. It didn't just go, everything's on the map, go fucking do it. Yeah. It didn't do that. No. And that's what the first four hours of four hours for it that's what the first four hours of breath of the wild does really well mm. it keeps you on the plateau yeah explains how everything works yeah and then it chucks you off and goes fill now, the bits admittedly the gameplay of breath of the wild is more immediate that yes. you, you, you now immediately they've, they've sped up some stuff here in that when you start a pokemon battle you go straight into it. there's no scene transition you don't go to like an like a box to do your battles in it's all on the same field yep. you can do the kind of the auto battling thing which is quite good for leveling up and i hadn't really because re- i didn't really use it early on mm. i was like i'm severely under leveled how has that happened and then i just went to found a beach with a load of water pokemon and just sent florigato out to just go and murder them all 
and it was great <laughs> and we leveled up in no time um the, 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 not having that like instant gratification stuff you can do in breath of the wild i think has also affected this yeah so i'm of the opinion of like has the open world experiment benefited pokemon and made it a better game and i'm like not this mm. i think it could do i think it could do i just think it needs some of the personality basically between the last three pokemon games of pokemon snap which is unbelievably full of character and distinctness, mm. but obviously very limited because of the, the controls it has. Arceus, which was really well realized and just needed a few tweaks to be brilliant and had the map size, but again, lacked a little bit of the kind of exploration stuff. And this one, which has the scope of everything you want it to be as an open world Pokemon game, but kind of lacks some of the finesse. If they can combine those three games into whatever Gen 10 is, holy fucking shit, that's going to be a good game. Yeah, yeah. That I think that's what we need to talk about now. Is like, you know, we've just picked up the last three Pokemon games. Yeah. And you, it's kind of hard to deny that New Snap looks incredible. Yes. And that there are incredible-looking titles. I didn't want to have to have the discussion, but it kind of feels thematic. There are incredible-looking titles that work with the system limitations yes. of the Switch. Mm. The Xenoblade series, new Pokemon Snap, yep. Demon X Machina looks really great. Fucking Tears of the Kingdom looks dope as fuck. Yeah. And Mario Odyssey yes. looks very, very fresh. It looks very good. And then Scarlet and Violet, a 2022 release comes along and it doesn't look any... It like, don't get me wrong, it doesn't look bad. No. It just doesn't look anywhere near as full of life and polish no. as either of these games. Feels a bit dead. Feels a bit kind yeah. of lifeless in places. Now, Arceus did that as well at some points where it felt like it didn't feel as lived in as some as the kind of the open roots did in, in Sword and Shield, I would argue. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, it feels like, again, it's Kalos is the best comparison I have to this. Yeah. Of like, this is showing you working out. And whatever comes next will capitalise on that. And even then, I don't even feel like... Ar- like, the fact that Arceus was so barren mm. worked because it was the world where no- everybody yeah. feared Pokemon. Yeah. You had to go out into the sticks. Yes. And find the Pokemon nowhere near the village because no mm. fucker was going near them. No safety net for you. Just off into the wilderness you go. And I, I will say, I mean, spoilers for our end of year this coming up. I preferred Arceus to this. Oh, massively. I, I think it was so much more full of character and story and rewarding and, and, and for a big reason we'll get to in a second. But yeah, that that that, that was the game. If I'm going to play either of them again, I would rather play this one. That's not to say that there's not good story here. I think because it oh, gives yeah. you the three options. There's Starfall Street. Could not give less of a fuck. <laughs> you weird bully drama. Like, do you remember when they introduced Team Skull? And it yes. was like, haha, it's funny because they're really in, in like They're shit. Yeah, they're shit. Yeah. Two generations removed from that joke, it's now the model. Team Yell was a bunch of hooligans, these are a bunch of naughty school kids. Yeah. I don't I mean, where do you go from here? Plus the the Starfall Street has a very weird difficulty curve of when you first get in, you've got to defeat thirty Pokemon. Piece of piss. Mm. Like it gives you ten minutes. I don't think I ever use more than three. You could walk away from the system for nine of those minutes and, and still, still comfortably do it. And then, again, because of the kind of not knowing... Because I think we both went in blind in terms of level caps and what we should be at at certain points. Pretty much. I think 
as it became apparent that the the map is meant to be kind of like a pendulum swing of yeah, difficulty yeah. with weirdly the the right hand side as i look at it the right hand side of the paldea map like the level cap is like a bit about like a like a like a two o'clock yeah Whereas, like, the other side of it, like, you can you could loop all the way around and still not hit the level cap for that final uh-huh. member of the Starfall Street crew. And, yeah, I walked in blind, and occasionally mm-hmm. there was a challenge. Yes. And then sometimes it was a piece of piss. Yeah, see, Starfall Street was the one that usually, kept, like, fucked me up because, like... But I only the in. battle. Only the yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the star beat, knocking 30 Pokemon piece of piss. Then you get to the battle... And I would be, oh, I am severely underleveled, mm. and this is going to hurt. I must say, I am very thankful we weren't trying to do a weird nuzlocke it on day one thing. Fuck. This no. game is going to suck ass to nuzlocke. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know it. how you would accomplish a nuzlocke for this game. Not because, blind, anyway. Not blind. Like, I was on a route that I was like, this is north of the bug gym, which was like gym number one. Hmm. So I thought, I'm in pretty safe territory here. I was at level, let's say, 14 or 15. Talk to this one dude. Oh, here's a level like 35 Wigglytuff. I was like, well, I'm dead. Okay, cool. <laughs> With no warning of like, and again, you kind of get that in Breath of the Wild, but it's visually told to you, I think, better because of the, like, you see enemies, if they're certain colors, you know, you're not meant to fuck with them. Plus, then you can escape. If you realize you're in a bad situation, you can get away from that thing. Yep. All I had to wait to do was for this Jigglypuff to kill everything. And then teleport me back to the Pokemon Center. There, there's again, I should stop comparing it because it's a very unfair to keep comparing things to my favorite game ever. Yeah, but I mean, it's a Nintendo open world game. It's going to happen from there on. It is, and I mean, we'll ask the question: Is Pokemon still your favorite franchise, or was it ever? That's a question for you. Was it ever? Now, Pokemon's still my favorite franchise. Like, yeah. I still, I again, this. I'm not telling you where it is. I fucking love God of War Ragnarok. It's <laughs> fucking excellent. The second this came out, it got put down. <laughs> I had to write notes to figure out where I was. And Reggie was like, can you just play them both at the same time? I was like, no. No, that's not how this God works. God of War is enjoyment. Pokemon is a job. Like, I need, I have all of them, and I need to get them done quickly. I've just realised I haven't brought my Switch oh, in order to trade. Sake. Sorry about that. God I'll do that me. next week. Um, now... I have spare Quaxleys. <laughs> I have spare. Thank you to the random trade feature of this game. Oh, you have Quaxleys? Yes. And Quaxleys? Uh, yes. Ah, excellent. I don't need to start a new game in a rush. So now I'm going to have to address the elephant in the room. Yep. Something that I think almost unequivocally this game has the weakest of. This is the weakest design generation of Pokemon, I think, ever. Design of the actual Mons themselves. Yes. Do I agree with that? I mean, is there anything that I think makes the A tier? And I'm like, I don't really think there is. I think there's a few. Right. And I think, therefore, it is stronger than... Uh, we shit on X and Y all the time, but like, I think it's a lot stronger than Kalos. X and Y, okay, maybe, but like, you're fighting for the wooden spoon there, lads. Like, yeah, I... this, like some of the Gala designs are brilliant, mm. and a lot, and some of them are very stupid. And then, like, Gen 7 was fantastic, but it's also the the gem with fucking Bruxish. So, like, yeah. nothing's perfect, but no. it's, not, it's not that sweet spot of basically everything in Gen 4, Gen 5, and Gen 3. True, but I think most Pokemon games, there's a, there's a curve. There's really excellent, like, S tier, that looks dope as fuck, I want that. Mm. And middling, 
and then, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I just don't feel that curve is there in this game. It's we, a, we, it's a, we, we it's can a talk mid. examples. What's what do you what what do you envision when you say no, that you is said dumb as fuck? There is a the, the worst design Pokemon's in this game, despite the fact it has a brilliant name. Yes. That is Mousehold. It is Mousehold. And that is just some mice. I don't think that's the worst offender though. Really? Flamigo is just, just a flamingo. flamingo. Yeah. It is just an animal. Like you can't call Flamigo, so I'm like, will it have like a will it have a sombrero? Will it do some cool stuff? It is literally just a flamingo. It's a flamingo. And like th- there's no case in point. Okay. Now I've seen the internet make the point of this is a brilliant troll job that the Pokemon <laughs> company has done. But you've had us wait twenty years for a Dunsparce evolution. <laughs> and then you just make it slightly longer and call it the Dunsparce. <laughs> now if the DLC comes out and it's got like a dope ass extra evolution on top of that, yeah. or maybe like an ancient version and a futuristic version would look cool. Fine. But I'm like, haha, that's funny and Well that was wasted potential, wasn't it? For yeah. same thing. Like Annihilate, that's probably my favourite. Oh, it's pretty fucking good. Just because I got mine late game mm. when I was trying to level up before like the last two gyms and Pokemon leagues. So I just fed that thing. It was the silence of the chances again. And I just had my <laughs> Annihilate run through all of it. So it was... I didn't take it into the Pokemon League because it felt like it was cheating because it was easily 15 levels higher than everything else in my team because <laughs> I just had it kill all the chances. <laughs> it was a fucking bloodbath. Oh, no. But like... King Gambit, stupid looking thing. Oh, I quite like King Gambit oh, as the kind of like the the Shogun sitting on. Like, I don't like the fact that the stool it's sitting on is its hair. Yeah, that's, that's weird. fucking dumb. But like, that's odd. It's got a big sword in its head and a big fuck off mustache. I quite like that one. Mm. Annihilate. It's it's basically Ultra Instinct fucking primate, <laughs> which is funny. I'd I think they got great. so angry it just died. <laughs> it died and came back stronger. That's metal as fuck. So I like that one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all the ones that I like of the six that I have. Mm. Even some of them, I'm like, Killer Wattrel, That's just a yellow bird. I don't feel like the level of. Now, it might turn out when all like people have had a chance to digest all the designs and really pick into why this is Spanish as fuck or why this is Portuguese as fuck. I might get an appreciation for them. I feel like Galar. Now it might be because we are British and therefore much more in tune with what was going on. I felt like the inspiration was like clear to me straight away. Like, oh, that's very specific to X, Y, and Z. Yeah. There's just so many generic, like, take for example, like the dolphin. We finally got dolphin Pokemon. In we this. did. And uh, we, you, we were both there when we evolved it for the first time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, the the only five minutes either of us have done of the multiplayer. Um, yeah. So that's your kind of warning that we probably don't know much about the multiplayer. No. But yeah, no, it's. The dolphin Pokemon is is weird. So it's it's Finizen, which evolves into Palafin, yes. which looks functionally the fucking same. It has a love heart on its chest, and that's literally the only difference. Until you swap it out and bring it back in, and all of a sudden it's Clark Kent. Yes, I don't know why they've done this. Of all the things they could, they had a a Spanish region to do. And they were like, you know what screams Spain to me? Superman. Action Comics number one. <laughs> I just I don't understand. <sighs> Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they've done something like that because like they don't often acknowledge Western media all that much, so yeah. it's kind of cool to see. But lads, you were in Spain. This is the point. I'm like, I feel like now, especially since like because Galar, like Alola, kind of did it of like right wherever we're going to be, 
we're going to make all the Pokemon centric to that. Galar took that to its logical conclusion, I think. Yeah. This feels like a regression. Because there was sheep, foxes, and tea. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this feels like a regression to the point where I feel like the Pokemon fan art community took their mission statement of wherever your fake region is, make all the Pokemon tie into it. Fuck, we did that. Exactly. They've run with that idea, and I feel like the Pokemon company kind of hasn't. Mm. Like, I look at my six. Let's talk about our six. Let's talk about our six. So obviously you picked the grass starter. Uh, yeah, and I will say, uh, I unequivocally, the weakest, not even the weakest set of starters, but in my opinion, the worst designed set of starters. Of any gen. I mean, neither of us picked Quaxley. So you've got Quackoval. Yeah. Like, it, they feel so over-designed. Mm. I don't like... So I had Sprigatito, um, who have ended up as Meowscarada. Mm. Now, you have to uh, forgive our pronunciations. We haven't heard these words out loud before. No, the so... anime hasn't... No. <laughs> Is the anime ending? It's... It, from what I've read of, like, the Cerebi stuff that keeps coming up, of, like... They they are finishing their current cycle, but they haven't announced the next one. Mm. And admittedly, Ash has just won the World Cup. Yep. So it feels like if there's ever a logical finishing point, it's, it's this. now, but it's the anime. So it will continue. I think they're just having a break. Because it makes money. It does. So I think Mioscarada is probably my least favourite design. Like, type-wise, good. Its signature attack is overpowered like you wouldn't believe. Mm. It is a 100% accurate critical hit guaranteed like 80 base power grass move. Any any water or ground, doesn't even matter if they have got some resistance, the thing's fucking dead. I mean, there's also Skeledurge's move. Oh, um, Torch Song. Torch Song. So it's like, I think it's a 90 base uh, fire, fire mm. move that raises... The I think it's a special attack stat, which is just a special move. It's yes. a special attack stat it raises. Obviously, you get stab on it. Yes. But with every time you use it, your special attack goes up a stage, which doesn't uh, will also help with fucking terrestrializing as well. Right. But also, if you've got decent enough coverage, yeah, which I've got because it's it's because Skeledurge is fire and ghost. Yep. So I've got Torch Song, Shadow mm. Ball, and then for coverage, uh, Thunderfang and Seed Bomb. Sweet Jesus. And all of those are special moves. Actually, no, Thunderfang isn't. That, yep. Thunderfang is kind of like, a, if I can't knock it out with Seed Bomb, mm. then I use that. But yeah, like, of those three starters, you've got, well, the final Evos, Nieskarada, Skeledurge, Quaquavo. I think I won with Skeledurge. Well, this thing, it was the one I thought, well, that's, it's still quite over-designed. Mm. Which is a prop, like, you compare that to the Galar one, which anything were under-designed yeah. and kind of a bit reserved, especially without having secondary typings to kind of mix up what you could do with those mm. those models. Skeletor just looked good until I saw Torch Song for, like, the first time. Oh, and he kind of, like, rears He up. stands up and he gets a little microphone and he's got, like, a fucking, like, tuxedo thing on. Yeah. He's... And then he's got a little firebird on his nose. And I was like, oh, no, that's... How have you fucked up Day of the Dead Crocodile? <laughs> And made it all, all of and these. And now he's a jazz singer, and it doesn't right? make any... I, I kind of like it, but I agree. It is, it's too many elements. It, it was enough having the you got the kind of like the, the, the thing in the head, yeah. which is explained to be kind of like a gap where it can vent fucking okay. fire as opposed to him looking uh-huh. like an apple. Then having 
the the egg sombrero. Yeah. Which I'm going to say, in terms of mid-evos, one of my favourites. Oh, Crocolaw. Crocolaw. Mm. One of my favourites, purely for the egg sombrero. Right. And then, yeah, you get the egg hatching, like, grey. Uh, the, the idea of him, of, of Skeledurgings having this kind of, like, sprite around him because he's yeah. a ghost, that's fantastic. Mm. And then, like you say, why is he a jazz singer? <laughs> like, And then you got Crocoval. <laughs> Which is... Oh, shake your body, baby. Do not control yourself any longer. Beat to the Did he, like... No, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice step forward, I guess, for... Is it a good step forward for representation? He minces, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to say it. And I don't feel like... Is that is that the representation we want? Or is that representation that gay people would have got in the 70s? Like, oh, when he runs okay. around, he minces about. He's... he's a, I mean... Is he gen- uh, We're in dangerous we, territory. We're calling him he, white dudes, but... Yeah, and we are gendering him. Which we are is, gendering him. It can be either gender. My Skeledurge is female. And so, my you know. Meowskarado is male. So there we go. There you go. So I just feel like it's it's a weird thing of like, I think the starters are massively over-designed. And then I could point to at least 10 Pokemon and was like, that was your, that was your best one? Yeah. You were happy with Mousehold? <laughs> you saw Mousehold and went, yep, that's that's yep. good. No more there. That's yep. good. That's fine. Um, Although... Mm. The, the, Elsewhere, I think there are some really good designs. Like, I want to talk about low kicks. Oh, fuck yeah! Oh, yeah, the the one made yes. for you. The one, the one they're basically made for me because it is a C, It's basically a Caesar replacement that's dark instead of steel. Yes, and they based it on Carmen Rider, so it was definitely made for me. So my book of choice was Rabska, the uh, yeah, the, the yeah. psychic scarab dude, mm. who I think is one of the better design ones. I, yeah, I like the idea that, like, so Relor, the names suck. Let, let's call them what yeah, they are. Yeah, they're not Roller great. backwards and then Scarab with the with the uh, syllables swapped. Yes. Whatever. Okay. Ekans and Arbok. Yeah. Cool. But, like, I, I like, in Rabska, the idea that the ball becomes sentient. Yes. It's pretty great. And it's shiny is it's rolling around a nugget. Oh, I haven't uh, seen Relo. the shiny ones. So, I have, oh, I have not caught a single shiny, and I know you have, <laughs> but exclusively pig Pokemon. Yep. Uh, so I have had for the first three days, I had a shiny a day. Uh-huh. I was having incredible luck, but like the first day, it was Lechonk, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh yeah, funny mean pig. Ha, <laughs> it's cool. And then I caught the evolution. I was like, wow, I've got a full evolution line. Oinkalone. Oinkalone. I hate it. Um. And so then, then I caught the female one first. And then day three, as I was just speeding past some Tauros, there it was. And it was the male one. I'm like, ah, so not only do I have a complete shiny evolution line, I've yes. got a complete shiny gender difference evolution yeah. line in three days. I have not seen one since. You text me saying, I think the pork board has <laughs> sponsored this game. Um, oh, God. Right, so I had... Um, Mieskarada, I had my boy, the one I did like. Now, I haven't, I've heard people say um, Garganical. I've gone with Garganackle. <laughs> As in like Gargamel from the Smurfs. Like Gargamel from the Smurfs, but a knackle. Yeah, um, Gar- I think I think it's Garganical, isn't it? Because it's Gargantuan and then N-A-C-L, which is salt. Yes. So Gar, Gar- oh God, here we go. Garganical. I wish you good fortune. I will be calling him Garganackle. Uh, loved him. The big Minecraft um, Aztec pyramid dude. Yep. Liked him. I wasn't expect. I wasn't even planning to use uh-huh. na- the Knackley line. Yes. And then 
it's or its ability. It's or its ability, and when it's a rock type that can fuck over the water types, we're having him. Oh yeah, he's also on my oh, team. Salt cure. Oh, oh, what a move! What a fantastic new addition. Beautiful. Um, I had Killer Wattrell. Also, yeah. Who at one point I did consider abandoning for Annihilate, but I felt weirdly bad that I was like, I've had him since the start. He best come well, Was yours? Because oh, I think it's a very quick Pokemon. It's relatively quick. It's fragile. It's weak yeah. as fuck. Because I don't know what nature mine had, but it's whatever boosts speed and uh, lowers special defense. It was right. that one. I've... So that thing with Tailwind and Electro Ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ultimate goddamn sweeper. It's, it's, a, it's a glass cannon. You've got to get in and get on and get out. Um, I had uh, Rip Rabska, and then I closed out with... Oh, my God, I can't remember the sixth one. Um, I definitely had... Because I was, I was missing one late game. Because I had Palafin. And if you can go through... Because it's got water... It's got flip turn, which means you can... It's water type U-turn. So you can get it yeah. out and get it back out and stuff. But I couldn't bother for the gimmick. So I went and got the... I used a pseudo-legendary. Okay. I went and got Frigibax. So I ended ah, up with okay. Baxcalibur. Yep. Who is... Again, he was... Because he was a little under-level compared to everyone else. I thought he was a bit frail. And then he swept one of the Elite Four members. No goddamn problem. And I was like, <laughs> cool, you'll do. Yep. And now for the life of me, I can't remember who the other geezer was. Uh, well, I also had a Baxcalibur. So oh, did you? I did, yeah. I, We've I was... got to spend more time away from each other. Jesus Christ. But we had the exact same team in Arceus. That we did. <laughs> that we did. That was weird. Well, we're only one off in this one. Yeah, um, pretty much. Now I'm stalling whilst I try and figure out where the photo is of everyone that I had. Because um, I cannot, for the life of me, remember who well, the sixth person was. In case you was. want to know what my team oh, was. Oh, sorry. Go, do go ahead. That's fine. So Skeledurge and... Uh, I was having low kicks regardless. I, I, so he uh, yeah. made a decision for him. So Skeledurge, low kicks, Kilowattrel, Garganackle, uh, Baxcalibur, and... Oh, my God. What was the other one I had? I should have thought this through before I you came really on. Should, we should, really should have done some content. <laughs> Hang on, yeah, so Baxcalibur was the last to join the team. Kilowattrel and Pormot were swapping out uh-huh. until I realised that Kilowattrel's a speed demon, yes. so I kept him. Gargan- Garganical was on it very... Yeah. Oh, Tinkerton. You had a Tinkerton? I had a tit. Fuck me, it's the delete button of this game. <laughs> All right. It was a steel terror-type Tinkerton. <laughs> And it has obviously it knows Gigaton Hammer, which is like a what a one sixty base power something like that yeah, physical yeah. move. And mine had the ability that gave it the ability the nature that gave it uh, higher growth in physical moves. Oh god! So it was an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant and Steel Fairy. There ain't nothing that can really knock it out that quick. I like that. In some of the flavor text, it was like we don't have Corviknight taxis here because Tinker Tinkerton just smacks them out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. It spends its entire day launching rocks at Corviknights to knock them out of the sky. Um, I remembered who it was. I had a Grafai. Oh wow! Because I okay. caught Shrewdle early on and thought, dope. This will be great. You know, it's always good to have a poison type that can you know throw toxic around oh, yeah. and just protect. Can't learn toxic. I genuinely think it's the only poison type that can't learn toxic. That's ridiculous. So I had to teach it uh, fling and give it a poison bar. That's the only way I had of poisoning things. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't even learn toxic spikes. What the fuck good is that Pokemon? It isn't. Um, It's got (laughs) got a normal type, dual type, which means Slash was pretty good. um, And 
yeah. And it looks like when it comes out of its ball that it's flipping the bird because its middle fingers look yeah, at the other yeah, two. Yeah. So when it comes out, it's going, <laughs> which I liked. But yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend them. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at it now. I'm looking at all the Pokemon in this gen, and I'm just not seeing any of them. I'm like, that was good. Like the, the, the. Oh, let, well, let's talk about some of the. In, in context of the story, you have the Path of Legends, which is my favourite bit of think of the game. Yeah, I really enjoy Path of Legends, and Arvin as a character, yes, is great. Yes, and I'm gonna say like it's it's a meme now that the rival has sucked since Gen Three. Why? Like <laughs> make him an asshole. Make them an asshole. But like Arvin's a bit of an asshole. Yes, at the beginning, and then you know find out why he's an asshole, mm. and that's a fantastic story. And even I'm gonna say even Nimona's a better rival than fucking Hop. Like she's less at least than at Hop. least she's Goku. All she wants to do is fight and yep. fight the strongest people, and yep. she doesn't care what happens otherwise. She just wants to fight. She's fucking Goku. Yes. So it works for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'd love to tell you what Penny's character is. Oh, <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Penny does come into the story on the the, the Starfall Street, Street branch. Yeah. And then you've got obviously got Nimona's one to get you through all the gyms and the Titans are with Darwin. Penny is not in this game for long and is then at the end of the game treated like she's been there the whole time. Right. And I have no read on her personality. Did you clock minute one who she was? Yeah, second one. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> not hard. I will say... This game did get one big laugh out of me, mm. and that was Clive. Yep, Clive. <laughs> Another Clive. of your... <laughs> the, the, the slick back of the pompadour. They did the Mr. Burns. <laughs> Hello, Yubes. I was so proud uh, of Mr. Snrub. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. They, they genuinely did a Hello, Fellow Yubes. It was great. Um... And they give you the option every time to say who Clive's really is. I did not miss one. <laughs> oh, I maintained kayfabe the entire time. Of like, who are you? <laughs> oh, who's Clive? I was like, Director no. Clavo. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Oh, oh, you ratted him out. Yeah, every time oh. you had the option of ratting yeah, him out yeah, yeah. every time, and then when it came, like when he reveals himself, were you surprised? There was an option for no. No, <laughs> I chose that. Oh, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I went that old dude. <laughs> I felt like bigging my man up. I was like, wow, <laughs> what? Who could foresee? Um. Yeah, Path of Legends, I, I think, is a, is a nice kind of way to make Gigantamaxing and all that jazz from, from Sword and Shield kind of remove it from gameplay kind of thing, but still give you that kind of boss battle feel. Yeah. Some of them, Orthwarm and Cloth, <laughs> piece of piss. Oh, yeah. I think I got to Bombardier early, so they were a bit harder to do. Yeah. And Great Tusk. Wiped me out the first time. Wow, okay. I, I got him well under-leveled and got fucking pasted. Because uh, you see, mine was Iron Treads, uh, and I had the fire start. Oh, right, okay, you were It fine. presented no issues. Ah. I think, I think, yeah, Bombardier and Tatsugiri would have given me the most trouble. See, now there's another example, right, of the Tatsugiri-Dondozo thing. Of like, one, why is the sushi Pokemon in Spain? Yeah. Paella's right there. Well, the, this is, and the food in this game, right? Like, it was already weird, but I kind of, because we're from near Birmingham. Oh, yes. The curries kind of made sense yeah, yeah. As, as Galar's thing. But now, but now, sandwich power. Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in sandwich power? Paella was right, right. there. 
<laughs> See, I just think maybe it's because, you know, you're a bit slightly limited on what you can do, whereas sandwiches, as Subway has taught us, fucking unlimited. You can yep. get whatever you want. God, it's tedious to put ham on a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, you just want one of the sandwich powers and it's din 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 Okay, got to put it on one ingredient at a fucking and time. And then you've got to figure out, because if you drop it where you think is the middle, that's actually the front and it will just fall off. I got... <laughs> oh, the amount of sandwiches that were open-faced for me. <laughs> I didn't get a single one that wasn't three stars, even when one. Yeah. I put everything on, but I put everything on a bit of a jaunty angle. I put the bread down, it fell off. And it was just... I put the spike through nothing and he went three stars so, thank you <laughs> off we go oh we should try and do have you, you've seen the non-pizza left beef meme no some guy ordered a pizza like ordered like a pretty like stacked domino's pizza yeah. and asked for no toppings no sauce no cheese but on the left side please put some beef <laughs> They fucking did it. So they became the non-pizza left beef. God, I'd be so... <laughs> you can I... do that with sandwiches in this game. I'm so glad I don't work in the service industry <laughs> after the invention of apps that you customise shit. Yeah. Because the amount of joke orders... Like when Weatherspoons was going through the like the curse of everyone ordering peas to different people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a side of butter to all the tables. Like, oh, God... Anyway, just again, looking, I've got the little picture of everyone here. Yeah. I have committed everyone to memory, but there's no, like, even some of the gimmicks that they've tried to keep up, I feel like falls short. Clodzoya. It's, I mean, it's, it's friend shaped. I like yeah, it. It is friend shaped, but like, <laughs> it, it, does it feel like one, Whooper needed it, or B, they brought it back for a very cultural reason? It's just a big m- yeah. mud thing. It's just a big mug skipper. Which isn't yeah. that interesting. It doesn't do something like this is why Annihilate is like an A tier. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Mm. It used law that was already established in previous that, Pokedex yes. entries and made something fucking cool. And you've got like uh, the Tauros. I'm like, was that necessary? Oh, for fuck yeah. Was that, was, what's that doing? Then the one that really gets me, the one where they had something kind of new was the divergent evolution things. Yeah. And it, Only they're weak as shit. It's just Palday and Diglett and... To- just call them that. Yeah, yeah, you've just changed the name. You've not functionally changed them from regional variants. If the evolution had been completely different, that'd be fine. You know what it is? Mm. It feels like they ran out of ideas of what else they could do. Yeah. Because it very much is just divergent evolutions, including Wiglet, Toadskull, and many more. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just spins those two at you. And then even the 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 ancient and future Pokemon, I feel like they've missed a trick there. Again, there's some fantastic designs, and then some that make no fucking sense. It feels like the future ones got a bit lazy. Yeah, everything's a robot. Iron, 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 iron. I think at least with the ancient ones, there's a bit of stuff. But like, why can't they evolve? Why, if it would have made sense if everything you caught was either fully evolved or a first version. Yeah. Especially with the ancient ones. You could say, well, Jigglypuff makes sense because evolution hasn't been invented yet. It's ancient times. But they don't. They have a mix of both. It would have been cool to see them evolve into different things. I'm just trying to think of if everything on the future side is fully evolved. I think it is. Deadbird, Donphan, uh, Hydreigon, Tyranitar, Hariyama, Gallade. Yeah. There you is go. that it? That's, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So... Again, missed opportunity. That seems cool. I thought that's a way to get in. It kind of doesn't work with the future Pokemon, with the past one. 
show what Amistar actually looked like. Show what Kabutops right, actually looked like. like do, do fossil Pokemon, but like in a natural habitat type of thing. Yeah, that would have been cool. Right, I just feel there's a lot of opportunities here that you, you, you've missed, or mm. just new things you've introduced. We haven't even got talking about terrestrialization. Easily the weakest and <laughs> shittiest gimmick. Do you like monotype Pokemon? <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> when you say it like that, it's not great. It's just, it's just, if anything, making them slightly worse. Oh yeah, because because I think. It don't think it only works once. Being at the grass gym and going, he's throwing out Sudowoodo, but that's not a grass Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's super not interesting. The no. more it goes on, it's like ah, but I have a psychic fucking grass boy now, and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna use the move I was already using, and I'm gonna knock it out all the same. You know what I mean? This feels like something that was constructed specifically for competitive. Yes, if you have something that can pivot, if they... but that's the thing. You use it in your first battle at Worlds, let's say. Yeah. And it turns out you've got, oh, I don't fucking know, you've got a Golduck. There's a lot of Golducks in this game. There's a lot of Golducks you've in this game. You've got a Golduck that's stereotype is grass. Yeah. And you're preparing for one thing, you've sent out something to kill it, and then all of a sudden you can switch it over to a grass type and change the game. Would someone you're playing in the next round just see what you're doing, the cats out the bag, they know what you're trying to do. Yep. And I feel like in order to take advantage of a, like, you know, a water type having a grass type ter- translation, You've got to sacrifice its entire moveset to playing to that style. And you can't do that for all six of your Pokemon to have them all be potential pivots, I don't think. So it's easily my least favourite one. I didn't think Gigantamax and all that stuff would be beaten, but this is just weak. It's not good in the main story, which is where it it it, it could have been great. Yeah. I think if it added a third type... And it mm. was, you now have to consider a third type. Interesting. Interesting, because then you could have had Pokemon that, like, Terrastal exclusive. They always have three types. They were meant to have three types. Yes. They didn't run with that because that was more work. Mm. And that's kind of a prevailing theme of these games. Like, they didn't do certain things because that would have been more work and they needed to get this out for that sweet spot October release. November, sorry. November release. All I don't understand about that is... If you were this worried about it being, you know, undercooked or whatever, it needed more time. Mm. Why didn't you put Arceus at the end of the year and yeah. then just have this move and come out next year? Yep. You would have had a pretty, like, we just had Diamond and Pearl at the back end of last year. I don't know why in that year span they felt they needed both Arceus and this. It's bizarre, isn't it's it? It's real stupid. So, Because I think we would have still been singing Arceus's praises had it come out now. Yes. Because it's still an evolution. Yes. If you forgive the pun. Ah. Um, and this isn't this is very much a we've thrown some ideas at the board yeah we'll work them out later and there's always hope for the dlc because it's very clear we're getting dlc yes. the game is very much just gone but the story isn't over and there's a big old black tape space in the top right hand corner of the map oh well. yeah so 100 percent that's coming it's just I, I i'm really struggling to give this like it's still a Pokemon game. It's still inherently fun to play a Pokemon game. Like I said, yeah. after the first eight or so hours, I think I kind of I, I I clocked with what it was. And I think if I play it for a second time, when my mind is not constantly thinking I need to catch everything, and I'm just playing the game straightforward. Yeah, I mean it's going to be a hell of a game to speed run. It is because you can break this game. Now, one of the things I did and mm. why I enjoyed my first day with the game yes. so much is because I used its broken nature. To basically invent Dark Souls Pokemon. 
Okay. Which was a fun time. Like everyone said, oh, you can do a challenge run, you can do nuzlocke, you can whatever. How about whilst your Pokemon are like pre-level ten? Yeah. Getting up one of the sides of the cliff, the first area just outside, I think it's Los Platos. Yeah, yeah. Which is like a conveniently circle-shaped town that you can drive around and hatch eggs. Yeah, yeah. thought it. Um, there's like this cliff, and one side of it is supposed to be inaccessible until you can either do a big jump or you can climb. Yeah. Sure. You can chuck a Pokeball over that side and challenge something that you can't beat. Mm. If you can run, then you can then access the rest of the game before you've even gone done day one at school right that's what i did i was like no way will this work through my level eight way coco and a level 22 i think it was uh murkrow right and just like teleported over to the side i was like right here we fucking go lads how far can we go until we have to go back and do the story <laughs> so because you can't go back as like getting back up it's 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 repeatable but it's not um it's not like you can't do it all the time. Right. Sometimes it won't teleport you. You can't throw the ball. Yeah, you have yeah. to get a sweet spot, yeah. chuck it, and then it will teleport you over. So I was like, fuck it. We're not going back. I'm going to run around the map and try and collect Pokeballs and try and catch things. Okay. But I am severely underleveled. Uh-huh. Thus the Dark Souls Pokemon <laughs> began. Right. When I accidentally ran into a Terra-type Leafeon that was level 50. Ah. <laughs> I was like, oh Jesus, God, oh Christ, please don't knock me out. We may have gone too far. Yeah. We that, may have played was, God too much. Yes, and that was a lot of fun. So that's where I pick, I picked up a Tinkerton before I even went to Gym 1. Ah, Jesus Christ. Picked up a Gimme Ghoul before I even went to Gym 1. Oh, Gimme Ghoul. We have to talk about Gimme Ghoul, don't we? It's not so much that I don't like the, 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 the quirk. Mm. And I like the idea that Pokemon number 1000 requires you to catch 999 coins. Yeah. That's nice. That's funny. What the fuck is a Goldengo? <laughs> what is that? He's a radical surfer dude made of money. I don't know what either. I don't know either. I feel like you had a really cool concept. And then that, and especially once you put the effort in, as I did, I didn't know what it was going to turn into. <laughs> I got those 99 coins. That happened. <laughs> All of that <laughs> for this dude. It looks like I, there was a brand in the nineties that had a radical-looking surfer dude. Yeah, he might have even been Rip Curl or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and he looked like this guy yeah. only white. <laughs> and I, I didn't, I didn't want this, and oh, I don't want man. this. This is what I mean. There's so many Pokemon. Like this is gonna look cool when it evolves, and then it doesn't. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty down on this game. You are a little bit down. I still liked it. Do not get me wrong. And like I said, I am full of full of beans for what ten can be. Mm. If they figure out the kinks that they've now given themselves to figure out, I don't argue that it needs an evolution. Ah. The 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 formula people were people were moaning about it by Gen Four. They were really moaning about it by the time Sword and Shield rolled around. True. Stuff needs to be done to take things forward, and I think this could work. I just think you need to go back to some of the stuff you've done really well the whole time. Yeah. Make your make your region characterful. Make things feel different, not just because the temperature has changed. Oh, I'm walking on sand instead of snow. Give them that level of personality that, that Sword and Shield had in fucking spades. Do that, and I think you'll be fine. And I yeah. think Gen 10, th- th- this concept can work. Can it be as good as the kind of linearity of it? Like, I, I do admit I miss grass a little bit mm. of not knowing what was going to pop out and just kind of finally finding something instead of just eating a sandwich to find Frigibax and then finding <laughs> 40 of them. Yeah. And go, 
oh, they've they've trivialised this and made it quite easy. Yeah, they've they've made shiny hunting and finding the Pokemon that you want to complete the decks ridiculously easy. That they have. Which I'm not mad about. Like you say, I just wish that they had that sense of wonder. And you know what would have brought that sense of wonder? Mm. Properly utilising your time and the com- and the ability of the Switch. Yes. Which they don't do. No. And it's something that was done day one with Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. So, for me, what do they need to add in order to make this better? It needs to look better. Yeah. I know you can you can come at me with graphics on everything and frame rates and everything. I agree they're not. But there's a standard... You have to meet. You don't need to excel past it. Like, you know, the PS5 could run Breath of the Wild and have 90% of its capabilities left standing to do whatever else you need to do. Yep. That's not the point. The point is that, you know, Wind Waker didn't need a HD remake. No. Because you put all your time into making it. Yeah, to make it look beautiful. There's a standard by which all modern games, whether you like it or not, are going to be judged against. And you cannot have... Characters that are six foot away from you moving with two frames of animation. Precisely. You know what I mean? That it, that, that wouldn't you... have worked on the net, on the N64. It didn't yep. work on the fucking Switch. If they can't get it, if they can't do it, they need to find an alternative way around it. Or I hate to say it, they need to hand it off to another developer. Yeah. That when they handed it off to um, Namco Bandai, and we got new Snap. Yeah. And it looks incredible. It does. Like I say, full of character. Running at a really good frame rate, yep. running at a really good resolution, excellent weather and water effects. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to do that. And two, you need to embrace change. Now, it started to do that mm. with the open world. You've, you've done two pretty good attempts. I much prefer Arceus, yes. but I get that this is the model that you want to go with, yeah. so go with it. But by leaving everything else in the past, I'm going to say it, no voice acting during some of these fucking cutscenes, especially oh. towards the end, uh-huh. really lessens the impact of what's going on. You need to get voice actors. Even Zelda ended up getting voice actors. They did. You need to have more fully voiced... Like, you know what? You can even do that kind of like visual novel thing. And like instead of having like every single word, like if it was Persona, every yeah. single word being read out and just kind of like generic lines to kind of give the sense of it. Like, yeah, a, yeah. hey, or listen... I mean, I didn't mean to choose Navi's. I'm pitching Navi, but like <laughs> that was 1997, yeah. and that is more advanced than this. I agree. It's I, I can't give you anything other than a middling kind of three out of five. Yeah, fine. Must do better. Enjoyed it, but felt like I was the only reason that it was like cracked to me in that first week was yes. because I hadn't caught everything yet. Yeah. Now it's just the only thing I don't have is the Pokemon you're catching for me. Yes. The the anticipation to play that game day by day is lessening, and even the things that we well, can always come back and do the terror raid battles, for example, is like mm. they're good, but all I'm getting is a version of a Pokemon that's just hard to beat. You know what I mean? Like the challenge is there, but it's not. And we haven't had a good post-game repeating challenge thing mm. since Gen 3, since no. that battle tale. Actually, no, Pokemon World Tournament was pretty good oh, in I Gen 5. I love Pokemon World Tournament so much. That was pretty great. Actually, the one in, in, in uh, Sun and Moon wasn't bad either. The battle tree? Yeah, the one... Right. Yeah, Because ba- that was the one that had... It continued the story and yep. brought Red and Blue back. Yeah. I'm like, it's fucking sweet. Dope. Fucking love Gen 7. It feels like all the good ideas were spunked before they came to the switch yeah and that's the problem and then when something like Arcus comes along you go oh wait this is new and exciting and mm. 
is completely different. It feels like the franchise is growing up. It then is a bigger problem when this is just like, this is very much, you can tell this is the Sword and Shield team going, but we can do an open world. Yeah. It's like, well, the team that did Arceus have made something infinitely more interesting on, I suspect, half the budget and time. I would imagine so. I think, like I said, this all will be forgiven if Gen 10 comes and is unbelievable and this was the necessary evil. This was the Deathly Hallows part one of the situation (laughs) where we have to figure this shit out and we have to work out all the kinks so that whatever comes next, which I would presume at this point will be on the next Nintendo console. console. I think. I mean, it depends how long in the tooth because the Switch is five years in now. I think. Yes. Eighteen, nineteen. So by yeah. that point, it'll be seven years, which is about the change over time. Yeah. Because this this thing is chugging. Whatever they want to then do next, you presume would have it. it the Switch isn't going to get better in the next two years. But it's it's not a, it's not a case of the Switch not being a good enough console. It's the piss poor optimization. Yeah, fair. And development that Game Freak put in because they're just not capable they don't have i, I don't know whether it's because they're not got a big enough staff but they're raking in fucking billions please put some more money into the games lads you're gonna make it back you are easily if this so. proved it like you're gonna make it back lads is this the first negative pokemon review we've ever done and it's not that we're negative i mean we didn't do where well, we've not played brilliant diamond shard and pearl because... nor do i intend to <laughs> say we could have a negative one this this okay. one is not negative it's because i still liked it i still had fun but i have a lot of frustrations that i wished i didn't have and yeah. i didn't have playing arceus and that genuinely was addicting to play weeks after release that it was this is not this there are elements where the challenge should be there and isn't, and elements where very, very poor decisions have been made design-wise, mechanically, where this should have felt easier. The fact that we have to sit there and watch the fucking... Your special attack defense has been lowered your spe- like for an omni-boost, and you have to watch every individual stat and get rid of that text prompt yeah. when you could just have an icon at the side. Yeah. Just what Arceus did. If you were ready to learn a move, bing, ready to learn a move. We're not going to say, it wants to learn dig. Do you want to learn dig? Yes, okay. Which move do you want? I can do this on my downtime. I just want to get from point A to point B right now. Don't fucking bother me. <laughs> There's, I agree. The optimization is very, very poor. That's all I want to say. <sighs> spoiler alert? Spoiler Is there anything spoilery to talk about? I would like to talk about the end of the story. Spoiler! The only time it felt, not transcendent, but like it felt like it was shooting past Arceus and yes. doing something interesting, mm. was the final story. Robot mom. Robot. Robot dad. In your robot. Opinion. Well, this is the thing. I was so impressed because my version, the, the robot thing felt connective. Yes. It was like, oh my God, he, he, he built a robot because he's obsessed with the future. And... And then he and then he fucking died. Like the professors are canonically dead. You go into an area where there's no map. You yep. cannot track where you are, yep. and the soundtrack is haunting as shit. Yep. All of us, Arvin gets an incredible, like, emotional payoff to finding out his like, and the fact that he comes to the realization before anybody else. Yeah. And he's working through it with him. Like, 
even like the text that appeared as you this is why i wish there was voice acting because yes. there was walking around area zero and there was like auto scroll dialogue yes and i'm just like where's that fucking iron jugulus yeah, huh? <laughs> gonna draw me back in but the the professor's evil the professor's not human mm. and he's spooky as shit it felt like we were dealing with a lot more mature themes yeah I loved that. I'll give I'll give it that. That was really good. I really appreciated that it felt like it was capable of telling something that's more than just I want to be the champion. Yeah, which is nice. But to the same extent, it didn't go, you know, because the problem with some Pokemon games is it'll be there's this t- evil team. They're fashion designers, but also they're going to end all of time, <laughs> and they're responsible for. There being two parallel universes now, like the the shittiest team is responsible for the Mega Evolution yes. and non Mega Evolution timelines. That it is. So it doesn't do that. Yeah, the the stakes feel appropriate for what is going on. But yeah, that that fight you were fighting the robot of the your rival's dead mom, yeah. and they <laughs> have the legendary on their team. I'm like, fuck, you know, they didn't melt. Oh, the fuck. The, the, they rise into the sky above mm. the time machine. Every one of their Pokemon is in a Master Ball, and they just, like, Toro just lets it roll yeah. out of his hands as it falls below. It's so dope. Why was this not the fucking main story? <laughs> well, this I think it's because you, this is the main narrative. Mm. I think because the gym leader isn't really a story; it's just your typical gym leaders. Like they don't interact with the story in any way, shape, or form outside of um, Nimona. Yeah, pretty much. And Starfall Street does not matter. Um, it really doesn't it matter. Does not matter at all. Um, I feel like this was the main story. Yeah, maybe that's just because I enjoyed it as opposed to the other two. Yeah, because there's nothing to enjoy in the gym leader challenge, and I don't enjoy Starfall Street other than. Clive, um, <laughs> see, I, I I liked it, and I hope that's a step because sometimes they will take these big steps forward and then regress because Gen Six, which is dumb, followed N. Now the end story was complicated, I liked and they it. did book themselves into the into a corner eventually of like, oh, no, yeah, we're pro slavery. <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I think they just wanted to have a go at Peter, didn't they? I think that was yeah, basically so. it. Um, but yeah, I I think that's everything I wanted to cover. I just feel like I'm a bit... YouTube yeah. is like, yeah, it's brilliant. But this is... If you want a Pokemon game this year, Pink Legend Arc is there. If not, um, uh, the Fire Red mod is dope as fuck. <laughs> go play. I think it's like Blazing Red or whatever it is. Just yeah. go play that. The one that's got everything in it. Yes, go yeah, play yeah, that yeah. for free. It's dope. Um, <laughs> not that we endorse piracy in any way, shape, or form, but go play it. It's dope. Go play it. Play away, Michael. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram and at that, Michael. And you can go and find Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at the Guttridge. You can find the sites on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the username Fowlient. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username Fowlient or Fowlient Podcast, depending on the service that you're using. And of course, go to fowlientsame.com for more stuff like this. We were very briefly 
taken off Spotify. Yeah, how'd that happen? I don't know. <laughs> what did you do? I, d- I didn't do anything. I went to listen back to the Black Adam thing because yeah. I wanted to hear Blank Adam. Uh-huh. I fucking love that gag. Yeah, great. And we'd gone. Like, we were on every other service, but we'd gone off Spotify. And I was like, has someone deleted us? What did we do? How do I get it back? A couple of hours later, we were back on. But I'm using this as an opportunity to say we were too hot for Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't handle it realness that's what it was yeah um so coming up on spotify and various other places we have a guardian the galaxy christmas special which we are about to record so you yep. miss that very shortly uh, as mike said we have a review of black adam on the site we have a black uh, panther review on there we also have all of our pitches for the marvel special presentations before the end of the year yes. things are looking a little tight recording schedule wise we aren't in the country <laughs> so there will be the usual end of year stuff and the and the 2023 previous last draft um i am getting avatar seen for the end of the year very good i are don't you? i don't know if i am do you have three half three and a half hours to spare i never have three and a half hours to spare no. but but empire just gave it a five did they and, really? And now I feel obligated. Oh, oh, beans! I didn't know reviews were out yet. Some of them are. I don't yeah. think all. I mean, ours won't be out for a while, but don't. you know. So we are hopeful of having that done. We have a a um, pigeon tent special that we're hoping to get done as well. <laughs> Basically, things are in flux. Things will be a lot more straightforward by the time January rolls around. Yes, thank God for that. And finally, some some films might actually come out. Wouldn't that be nice? It is Avatar to the end of the year. I try my my pair. Here's one. My my mom enjoys going to the cinema so much now. That's what she wants to do Christmas Eve. I said your choices are a three and a half hour Avatar movie or splitting an Avatar movie into two (laughs) one and three quarter hour bite sized chunks because there is fuck all coming out. You can watch David Harbour as Santa fuck some dudes up. Oh yeah, that's violent night. Violent night. Little 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 spoiler for you. Yes, it's about my top ten. Yep, Matilda the musical is far better than it needs to be. Yeah, but you've seen the stage show, right? I have. I didn't like it. But you like the film? The film goes hard. Okay. And I don't know why. <laughs> Something about the transition has really improved Matilda the musical. I, I'd written it off and wasn't going to see it because I like the stage show. But the now cinematography. I need to. The cinematographer guy didn't need to put this amount of effort in. <laughs> I don't know who he's trying to impress or fucks. Maybe both. <laughs> but like, oh my God, they go ham on Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I might need to do that for Give it a watch. I really liked it. So, uh, yes, all of that and more before the end of the year. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of God of Cast and Ball, and we will see you in great quality in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.